Are you fed up of New Year's resolutions going in one year and out the other? You set a target to procrastinate less and decide to wait till tomorrow to begin? Well, fear not. Thompson's Life Coaching can help you set more realistic goals, which you'll be sure to meet. How about this year you gain more weight? Decide to drink more or exercise less. Whatever it is you want to give up, Thompson's can help make sure you keep to it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 26 of Beer and Bats. My name's James. My name's Chris. And we'll go straight into the tried and tested. Now, just a quick heads up before we actually start going through our beers. Uh, this is a bit of a special, not really a, yeah. a, not yeah. a proper special, but uh, it's all dedicated to uh, is it dry January, dry or, January. Dry, or dry January. There's loads of different. Well, let, let's put it this way: it. Me, me and Chris aren't aren't these kind of people who yeah. do this, so it's we, we drink anyway. Um, so I'll be honest; it's one of those things of is it actually worth drinking a beer if it hasn't got the alcohol in? But we'll find out hopefully yeah. in yeah. an hour's time. But uh, yeah, so the one we're starting off with for our tried and tested is Heineken and 0.0. Now, um, the reason why it's our tried and tested is, yes, it's a lager, but it's probably the main one that I've tried that tastes closest to the original, because we've tried quite a few... like different ones obviously when you're driving or whatever and some are absolutely horrendous yeah but um, in this particular case the actual Heineken 0.0 is probably the closest well, to the original well let's be product. honest like your, um, when your wife was pregnant before right like she just drank quite a lot of this well the reason why you it was know, that so. one is because we went through all the different ones so like San Miguel um, Bex Blue um, yeah oh, that was horrendous <laughs> um, yeah there's like do you remember those ones like Warsteiner Fresh which is an alcohol free yeah. one that's actually not yeah. too bad it's yeah. a bit closer to real beer there was a few we tried to get like St. Pete's as well like which is more yeah. kind of the English style and some random more obscure ones which is kind of more about the flavour than the alcohol itself anyway but, yeah. um, but it's I fair think... we can always look into that next January possibly exactly. uh, but yeah so I'll let you have a quick swig so the one advantage to having a alcohol free beer over a we won't get beer. we won't get pissed and slur <clears throat> our words halfway through the podcast I mean <laughs> When it comes to the quality of speech, I don't think we can uh, really say a lot, can we? No, but the main advantage is because it hasn't got the alcohol in, it literally halves the amount of calories in it. So uh, this actually only has 69 calories per bottle or can. So for a 330 mil, that is. Um, now, the same alcohol-free, normally there is a little bit of alcohol. But actually, this one does actually seem like it's a genuinely alcohol-free. I mean, I think this is alcohol-free. I mean, it doesn't taste like it's got alcohol in it. I mean, that's for sure. <laughs> I, do, I do think, I mean, one thing maybe we can do next January, which will be kind of interesting, is kind of have the alcohol and the alcohol-free version next to each other. Because that'd, be that'd be quite good just to see the comparison. Yeah. But, you know, the thing with alcohol-free beers that I've, when I've tried them in the past, and it's very rarely because why the hell would you, unless you were driving or like when you needed to. Obviously, me being um, a driver, I yeah, don't drink and yeah. drive at all. I don't yeah. have a sniff of alcohol and drive because at the end of the day, that's not worth the risk. Not even a sniff. No, no, it's all wrong. <laughs> so I, when it comes to that case, I'll I'll either have alcohol-free beer or generally it's probably a Diet yeah. Coke, if I'm honest, just because I don't see the point. Um, but yeah, so sometimes I serve the purpose, especially with like a family gathering, you have to drive a bit further in, yeah. so... You want to feel like you're part of the party, but, you know, realistically, you can't if you've got a 30-mile drive back and you've got your family and you you know, so, you know, it's just not even worth it. So that's the only time I'll probably have one. But yeah, so... I wonder, ethically, if this is, like, <clears throat> zero alcohol, could you give this to a child? You still have to get an um, idea. Yeah, because that's, that's what I was thinking, Which is the weirdest thinking, yeah. thing. But at the same time, you think, well, it's kind of kind of normalising drinking, which isn't a good thing to teach a child anyway, but like, well, it's a good if, thing it's al- if it's alcohol-free, yeah, exactly. If it's alcohol-free, it's just an isotonic drink, which is actually quite good for you, so yeah. it's one of those things of, and, and it's making- the same as like Lucas A Sports. 
Dude, that genuinely is. <laughs> know, but can a... you imagine a sports game then drinking isotonic beers instead? Like, crack open a cold one. I mean, darts. I mean, maybe they could go back to their heritage oh, and start drinking like, alcohol-free beer. Oh, that's amazing. There'd yeah. be someone who's like snuck in the actual rear but he was dead. Uh, but yeah, so this particular one, um, just had a couple of swigs of it. It do, you do pick up the normal notes that you get with the Heineken. Obviously, you don't get that bite from the alcohol because it, it is yeah. missing from it's that. It's kind of dulled down, right? Like, that's the thing. So, you've got the same flavour notes there, definitely. Because, I mean, let's be honest, they probably spent so much money getting those same flavours yeah. there. But I think it definitely lacks the strength and it does taste more watered down. Which you, you say lacks the strength on alcohol flavour. You know what I mean? But as in the fla- <laughs> like the flavour of that in terms of that hit of... Of alcohol that you know personally I quite like from a beer yeah you know that's thing like the reason I drink beer is for that kind of you, you know I don't like weaker beers where you can't really taste that it's alcohol in my opinion well, well the thing is though know, alcohol so, forms like, part of the flavour profile doesn't yeah. it so it, it's part of the sensation so you get the alcohol flavour when it's like massively overpowered with the alcohol yeah. you get it in your, the back of your nose you can get it like, yeah. you, you get a slight burning sensation in the back of your throat and that's what alcohol free beers as a general rule I think like. maybe we'll see some of them with some of the hops and stuff in later, but when it comes to a lager, right, you don't have any wheat, you don't have any hops, so really the alcohol is that afterbite, it is that yeah. kind of aftertaste, so without it, it tastes like you're drinking squash or like a water... Lucas says what? Isotonic drink, yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> well, yeah, the thing is, if they serve a purpose that no one's going to rush out to buy them because, you know, it's half... Half the thing about having a pint is you chill out with yeah. it as well, and obviously this doesn't really give you that same effect with the relaxing aspect of it, you know. But I mean, overall, it's one of these ones where it's a good middle of the road alcohol yeah. free. I'd take it as you know, I'd rather have. Also, let's be honest. It's one of the mainstream ones that actually I think like if people yeah. are if people are doing dry January or whatever they call it. Madness, yeah. madness month. I, if you're gonna if you're gonna take a month where you don't drink, right? I don't know why you wouldn't pick February because at least it's the shortest month <laughs> to do, right? Like, just because it's like New Year's resolution well, and that kind of. Well, that's all right. right? We'll, so, we'll, we'll, like, we'll circle back to that. Circle back. Uh, yeah, it's about now. Picking months to actually decide not to drink. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's very bitter. It's very bitter. I mean, you said right into it now. I mean, if you want, if you want to mention that well, that one well, time, well, well, no, basically with the Heineken, it, it is a. <laughs> It is very middle of the road. It's not going to set your world on fire. It is literally just a easy drinking drink when you fancy a beer, but you're not allowed. Yeah, when you're uh, got to be a bit more sensible. Yeah, it, ice cold. Yeah, it is an enjoyable thing. It can be better than having something like a squash or a pop, but you know it's not going to be as nice as a proper ice cold pint. But yeah, so uh, actually, sorry. Now we think about it. Is one of the other things I noticed is probably I mean, you were thinking. Yeah, I was thinking. Wow. No, be, because you the alcohol kind of um, strength that's kind of stripped back because it's alcohol free. You do get more of the uh, floral notes. The thing is, when you're talking about alcohol free beers, comparing them to alcohol, I, like it's it's just it's the only way you can do it. Yeah, I know. It's just, every I mean, time I say it, like <laughs> top quality, uh, you know, reviews here. Obviously, I mean, if Heineken <laughs> want to sponsor me, and you know. We got asked for a sponsorship every episode, right? So well, you do, yes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I that was probably your, your weakest, weakest pitch. Weakest pitch, yeah. yeah. Well, it is pretty weak. It's, probably the one. It's pretty it's, weak, right? That's well, this the point. is the one that's actually most likely probably to actually have enough money to do it. Well, it's alcohol free, right? So it is. It's pretty weak. That's the point, <laughs> right? I'll say the strong pits for the when we do imperial stouts. <laughs> oh, just in case. oh Okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's go. Well, you wanted to talk about uh, based on around your uh, advert at the start of the episode, <laughs> New Year's all about resolutions. New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Now, Which personally, I, I don't think I've ever done a New Year's resolution because if there's something I want to give up, I normally just do it normally anyway. Like when I was younger, and I used then to give have... that give up, give it up about <laughs> four days later. Yeah. 
Well, okay, we'll come back. Yeah, that story. I think. But but for example, like in the past, for example, like um, my my mom has like two sugars in a cup of tea. Yeah. So that which I used to have when I was younger because it's kind of the normal. And then when I went to uni, I just gave it up because it was too sweet. And then I reduced it down to like half or one max kind of thing. And it's like I just do it anyway. And it was like it wasn't part of a New Year's resolution. It was just kind of a a normal kind of health gradual change to it, right? I don't like sugar thing. in tea. I think for me, like. Hot water, tea bag, yeah. milk, that's all you need. You don't need to add Well, yeah, because to be fair, it's, it doesn't need to be sweet if it's savoury yeah. at some point, and that's kind of kind of debate about it. But I can understand, like, I do like sweet tea, so I do like some sugar in it rather than none, but I think it's just one of those things. But um, like most of the New Year's resolutions, like in terms of exercise or something like that, I'm normally done, like, midway through the year or something. So, like, exercise, normally it's around summer when I kind of get into some kind of health kick or yeah. something because I prefer to go walking or running or cycling, which I prefer to do in the summer not in the winter so i've always found it really weird that because it's the kind of new year oh let's do this but i mean why why would you do any of those kind of things during a lockdown covid period anyway right like dry january makes the most sense but well yeah i mean i'm exactly the same so like i don't i don't believe in these resolutions at all i never do them because i don't see the point of them Mm. personally i don't do any kind of fitness uh, like you know, I want to get this for like fitness because of this obviously with the, state, the size of me but actually the main thing I do is I do play a lot of sports throughout the summer because I just enjoy playing sports yeah. it's not about trying to get fit or anything like that I just love being outdoors you know messing about yeah. with a ball and a bat or running around kicking something you know it's just one of them things of it's, it's a shame just, when it's people, isn't it? But you know, well, I mean, it depends on the person. Sometimes you know, supply and demand. I'm just saying, I didn't. I didn't enjoy last summer when you did that to me. Okay, I didn't want to be battered. I didn't want to be kicked. But you know, I didn't. I mean, didn't to be honest, choice, you, did I? you deserve it. So oh. I don't feel guilty. But um, yeah, yeah, for me, the whole New Year's resolution thing is just completely crap. I don't even like New Year's. I think the whole point is just. I think it's all a con. It's, it's people just trying to make themselves feel better more than anything else. It's not actually doing something that's of any real benefit. Yeah. It's just them kind of, yeah, oh, look at me, I've given up alcohol for a month. But, you know, um, talk about giving up alcohol for a month. Yeah, so how, how long ago did you decide you were going to give up uh, alcohol? I believe it was September. Was it about three years ago? Two years it was, ago? It was about, I think it was about two, three years ago because it was after university, right? So it was yeah. after, so, you know, as most people do when they go to university, they drink quite a lot. And I think I kind of come back and I was like, I wanted to be a bit healthier. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to give up alcohol for a month. Because I think there was a few people I knew that was doing it around the same time. And I was like, I'll give it up for, for the month. And I think I, I, I wasn't for the month of September. I think it was like, I tried, I think it was like the 23rd of August to the 23rd of September, which is my birthday. And I think the idea was then I was going to drink on my birthday. There was some period like that was the initial suggestion. Because I was like... Like it was kind of that thing of like that was going to be the reward for for not doing it, and so I started. Well, I'll, I'll, with I'll, the I'll, best. Hold on, hold on. So you, at this point, you tell me about your grand master plan about trying to stop drinking. <laughs> You're like I was, I was trying like, to quickly move away from that, and I was like, like oh, okay, so you know, you know what? I do drink quite heavily as well, so maybe a month off might not be too bad. So after all your spiel, uh, a couple of days later, I believe I started um, not drinking for a month. I'm, we didn't live particularly close at that point, so no, I, uh, I emotionally whole... even further than we are now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did the whole month, you know, not drinking, and then because I hadn't spoken to you at that particular point, uh, I then spoke to you. I think it was around your birthday, and I was like, "Oh yeah, so how's you not drinking?" And I believe you lasted what four days. And started drinking. I want to three. Pu- I want to push it to five, but oh, it, re- no, it definitely wasn't I think, five. I think whether it's three, four, or five, either way, I didn't stick to it. It was three or four, but yes, you, think, you, you started drinking. Didn't I, tell me, so I persevered yeah, through the whole yeah, which month. Which is funny. Which shows how little we talk, right? 
<laughs> the fact is, we actually talk quite a lot, and the fact yeah. is, it just never got mentioned. Yeah. I think weirdly, so I broke it. I think one of my, I think one of my friends was like, "Oh, do you want to go for a drink or something?" I was like, "Oh, I, I was going to give it up," and I was like, "I got to the point where," and this is kind of the same point towards New Year's resolutions of, well, actually, I do want to go for a drink. You know, I do want to socialise. I do want to go out. So why am I not? What benefit is there to not going out versus staying in? I was like. Yeah, I'm going out, and that was kind of my thing. And I probably was texted. I probably texted you while I was out about something else randomly. Yeah, probably while I was drinking, breaking it. But yeah, yeah, and didn't yeah. inform me of it at all. So yeah, so well, I think initially I was quite bitter about that. Initially, I didn't realise. Then I did realise halfway through. I did realise I'd broken it, and you hadn't. Um, and thing. I think there was periods like in between because I think to be fair, it did still help me. I'm trying to justify the very bad. Yeah, I, I can see the uh, uh, the, the right, smile and the no, like, the salesman pitch yeah, face. Dig, dig out the hole. Um, <laughs> like I think I did try and reduce the amount of drink I was doing over that kind of two three month period. And you failed so, like, miserably. Well, no, there were, like I went longer periods, like like a couple of weeks out drinking rather than a month. But, you know. The fact is, <laughs> even you couldn't persevere no, through that. I know, but, you gave up halfway through the life. Yeah, but I think I just comes back to the point. Like, I think what I came from that was, well, if I want to drink or do something, I just do it, and that's kind of my philosophy yeah. with 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 kind of uh, new James. Right, that was the whole point of new James, um, <laughs> the new persona of not really caring about other people, um, <laughs> and just. So when you say new James, you mean exactly the same as old James, then? Yeah, but with a philosophy, very different, <laughs> very different. You know, you take the same thing, you rewrap it. You rebrand it, and suddenly you've got this whole new thing. Well, so. you say rebrand, you rewrap it. I would probably say polishing a turd. That's probably the closest uh, wow. analogy wow. of it, really. Okay. But, uh, if you think I came out polished, I'm more than happy being. No, I mean, are you trying to polish yourself now, really? Oh, wow. Well, that's that's what you tell when people walk in. Um, right, so don't come in. Don't come in. Right, there's <laughs> a sock on the door. Right, I don't. <laughs> uh, right. So yeah, the trident test was Heineken zero point zero. Nothing. Spectacular, but again, it's an alcohol-free beer. It's fairly pleasant. It does a job. Yeah. Um, right, so we're moving on to the Peter Falk for this episode, which is from Brewdog, yep. and it's called Nanny State. Now, Nanny State is probably one of the first big marketed beers that was alcohol-free. Yep. I've never actually tried it. I don't believe you have either. Me neither. We tried quite a lot of Brewdogs <clears> over <throat> Christmas as kind of the advent as well as just kind of yep. just wanting to try them. Um, one thing I will say, which we didn't really mention about the Heineken, Heineken was really light in colour. Really light in yeah. colour that you'd expect from a lager. A the reason lager. I mentioned that, this is definitely a lot darker. From yeah, it's a, closer, this is more akin to like what, an amber ale. Um, no, yeah. it's, it marks yeah. itself as a hoppy ale. Um, which so, I don't know if, if this is going to be close to a pale ale imitation rather than the IPA. I reckon. Just because they've got the punk AF, which I think would be close to the IPA personally. So I reckon I this is... Uh, to be fair, the way that they tend to do their beers, it's always about smacking with the hops. So yeah. I reckon it's, this is probably along, still along the lines of an IPA, but different mm. to the punk. I'll yeah. let you have a swig first. I'll see if there's... A, it's actually... Now, this one says alcohol-free, but it's the 0.5% volume. So, there's a basically a stipulation in the law where they can say anything from 0.5% or less yeah. is classified as alcohol-free. And I believe it's the same with, like, um, sugar as well. If like, yeah. you've got less than a certain percentage, that can be classified sugar-free, although there's sugar in it. So, that's the reason why it's... Not actually completely alcohol-free, but it's still classified as that. So for so, pregnancy, is, is 0.5% okay then? Or should it be basically, 0.00%? the whole idea is, with 0.5% beer, you would, by the time you actually drank that much beer that the alcohol would be in your system, 
it would have already been burnt off. Yeah. So it would actually have no impact on you, impact like, yeah. on your senses or your reactions, and that's the main yeah. reason why it's stipulated from that particular point. Yeah. So, yeah, and also if you're drinking that much, you just probably end up wetting yourself before you did anything else. So, uh, yeah, and especially if you're pregnant. Are you pregnant? No, I, th- I was thinking about you, mate. But sorry, it's that personal. You look pregnant. Is that personal yeah, yeah. question. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, right. So I think uh, straight straight off the bat, the thing for me, the aroma on the nose straight away. Like, uh, that is very hoppy. Like very hoppy, and you can smell that. And I think actually, that for me, if you're a beer drinker who's trying to find one that's a bit more akin to what you're used to in terms of thing, like the hops might replace some of that strength that's lacking. If that makes sense. So actually, that could be a benefit. Well, it's surprisingly hoppy compared. Like I was expecting it to. Maybe a Have you had a swig yet? Or, um, not yet. Uh, just chatting crap in between then, yeah? Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, there's no real major points that I've highlighted on the can, so they haven't put it like what hops they use or anything like that. It literally just looks like an amber ale. It's, you can smell the impact of the hops. I mean, amber, amber ale, I think, is probably <clears throat> the best comparison. I okay. mean, the thing is, it's so weak to start with. There's nothing on the mouth. It, it's... All of the kind of flavour is that herbal notes in the kind of aftertaste, kind of the herbal hoppiness. Um, it's very weird. It's like stagnant water is the way I'd describe it, I hate to say. Um, it's just, yeah, it's very nothingy, And then you just get kind of this aftertaste, which is a bit bitter, but it's kind of hoppy, herby aftertaste. And it, it doesn't last at all. There's no lingering notes. It's just, it's very, it's very weird. Two quotes, oh. Reggie Yates. Okay. It tastes like gone off stuff. Gone off stuff. Yeah, it's not. Like, yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's all. Stagnant water was the way I was thinking because yeah. it's so weak, but you've got something Literally, at the, the end. As soon as I took a swig of it, oh, that yeah. was what popped in my head. Like, mm. it's Reggie Yates talking about yogurt. It was like, it's just gone off stuff. He hates it. But, like, that's what it tastes like to me. Um, it's, to be fair, it's, it, I imagine if you got a bottle of water, right, and, you know, you then put some hops in there and you shook it and then you drank it, that's what it tastes like. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Goonies. Yes, I have, yeah. Yeah, when they go to the restaurant and they pour water at the tap. Oh. Yeah, that's basically, that's what it looks <laughs> and probably tastes, tastes like, like yeah. if I'm honest. Yeah, so anybody, you know, who's seen the Goonies will understand that reference. Everybody else, the rest of you are children, so, you know, what are you doing listening to us in the first place? But, uh, yeah. So. I mean, that's the thing, right? So there, there is, I think, I think that aftertaste, because it is so weak anyway, but that aftertaste, I think, is the hops, I think... But the bitterness just doesn't linger. And actually, it could be due with being a bit hoppier, if anything, because there's no real flavour to it. That's the thing. It's so nothingy until the aftertaste. And the aftertaste is just herbal. Kind Th- of think of so. an amber ale without the caramel notes is probably yeah. the best way to describe it. It, yeah. just, it just lacks... No body. There's no body at all to it. And Obviously, you don't get the bites because there's no alcohol, but there's also no real bite from the hops. It's just a really weird flavour profile. Yeah. Um <clears throat> If I'm honest, I feel like that's one for somebody who doesn't like beer. I feel like you could drink that and you yeah. wouldn't even know you were drinking beer. It smells like beer. Actually, the, the aroma-wise, I was thinking it would be a lot hoppier. Oh, yeah, the, the smell of it. I was like, oh, this is um, going to be horrendous. But actually, yeah. it's just bland, boring. Yeah. and bland, I think bland, bland is probably the best word to describe it overall. Bland bland and stagnant. Like, yeah, yeah no, so. I've got to be honest. After all the hype that that's always had, I'll find that very, very disappointed, which is a bit of a shame, really. But, you know, that's the reason why we try them. So other people don't have to. Don't have to. And, <laughs> and honestly, like compared to every other brew dog we've had, realistically, I would not recommend this one. No, definitely I, not. You know, um, yeah. What I would say is, it's you know, the irony for me is that the slogan of the can, of course, is no alcohol, no compromise. 
I don't know, it's definitely compromised here. Like, I think it's a bit of alcohol. Yeah, right, like, so, lies all round. Yeah, lies all round. <laughs> uh, right, so um, this week, James, the big new TV show has been released that a lot of people have been looking forward to. Very exciting, very exciting. Called WandaVision. Now, WandaVision is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, but it's actually a TV show on Disney+. Plus. We are both big Marvel fans. And And it is the age of Marvel. For for those who aren't like Marvel fans, the fact that you've got WandaVision coming out this month, next month is uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, then the month after that we've got got the Loki. So it's basically... You know, for the next three or four months, every single week, there's going to be new Marvel content, which for Marvel fans is is like Christmas come early. Like, it's really, well, just gone. Christmas come late, potentially. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're both really massive yeah. uh, comic book fans, especially Marvel as well, me particularly. Um, what was your take on, because we've released two episodes so far, yeah. episode one episode two. What's your take being on it so far? Um, so far, so good. I think what's, what's interesting is, unlike, you know, when you see Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff like that, they really push trying to tie in the movies more and although you've got two movie characters at the moment there's small hints to other characters and stuff in the background but for the most part it's it's kind of stuck to its own separate entity for now and I'm sure it will expand upon it towards the end because I you know there's no way these TV shows don't tie into the movies and try and link into future movies and stuff like that um, I think for me personally um, and um, can I go into a massive nerdy comic band I mean, um, what thing? you've never normally asked. You good, normally good. Go well, you know, I, I was just trying to think. Um, so for me personally, I'm a massive fan of Scarlet Witch anyway in terms of the story and the mutants. No one yeah. socks on the door. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but in particular, the House of M comic book uh, like yeah. story arc has always been one of my favourites. So the Which fact- is basically the one that this TV show is, is based, based on. Around. Yeah, clearly based on kind of the way they're kind of handling it. And essentially, you know, in the comic books... Uh, the Scarlet Witch basically creates her own universe and like basically splits reality, turns everybody into mutants, and then basically I think ninety percent of the population becomes mutants, and suddenly it's kind of this new thing. And then the end of it, she destroys everything and you know rips the whole world apart. Essentially, it's kind of then links into the Dark Phoenix and a whole of other kind of story arcs. And realistically, that kind of became two decades worth of Marvel comics based on this one event. So, you know, for comic book fans, this is quite a big Pivotal, story yeah. event potentially, which is kind of weird that they're doing it in a kind of TV series and I think the reason is they can develop it more the fact that it's not a two hour movie and the fact that it's going to be spread across you know multiple episodes and stuff that you do get more content and kind of slowly build to it um, I think it's weird because comic books normally put people off but actually this is probably the one that if you're not a comic book fan watch because it's more cheesy 70s kind of comedy like Bewitch style you know the fact that I the first it's couple not of episodes, 70s at all it's at well, least like 50s 60s 50s 60s sorry sorry Again, I'm not nothing like the seventies. Not that old. It'll go. It'll go seventies next. I'm sure it'll go through decades. But um, you know, the fact that it's kind of black and white for the first two episodes, you know, that we've got, yeah. um, and the fact it's very kind of uh, canned laughter, audience laughter on kind of jokes, very comical, very satirical. Um, this kind of weird, edgy undertone. Like, I don't want to give away too much of what's yeah. happening. I mean, at the moment, it is pure speculation, and I think that's the reason we don't mind talking about it is because actually, I don't think anybody knows no, what's no going knows. on. Like, and there's so many, ex- yeah. There's so many things on the internet at yeah. the moment about all the hidden hints that they're putting about references to yeah. other characters that may come back into yeah. it. So, yeah, there's a, there's a big, uh, yeah. it's a big question mark. But the thing is, no one knows. No one knows. I think there's some definites though, like based on some of the symbols you see on certain things, and like I think uh, sword as well, because sword was mentioned at the end of one of the. the uh, Marvel movies anyway so that's kind of already part of the, the universe I think this is definitely Sword Run and Shield which is kind of a different bigger world organisation you know kind of thing so how they interlink with it and stuff like that I mean who knows 
I think the way I kind of would sell it to people is it's imagine a comic book hero having a massive dream sequence because that's kind of what it feels like anyway, at least from a vibe point of view. So, yeah, what, what um, were your thoughts on it? Well, I, I say I'm a massive Marvel fan and like far more Marvel than DC, me yeah. personally. Um, in reference to uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for me is such an underrated TV series. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I still put it actually above Daredevil and I Daredevil's my favourite character, but I actually think as a TV series, I thought Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was done so well. Actually, yeah. I think it was the better, slightly better one. Those similar. No, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. Um, now, we started watching, me and my wife one, started watching WandaVision last night. Now, I watched episode one and I absolutely despised it. Hated it so much. Yeah. I genuinely, I very nearly didn't watch episode two. Um, I was like, the first proper swing going to miss. <laughs> episode two saves it a bit more because. Yeah. Yeah, like you say, you start to get that far more darker, edgy undertones coming through with it. The, the first episode for me, I just... I know it's trying to line things up, but I just didn't like it. Well, I think all. it's trying to show how nonsensical it is because, you know, the way that I kind of talk about a dream sequence is almost like it's all in her head and she's trying to ignore the whole world and pretend like there's nothing going on except her and Vision having this perfect marriage and, you know, superheroes who want a normal life and it's so she's like yeah. almost deluding herself saying I'm in I'm in my normal life I'm in my normal yeah. life and so it's kind of that slowly breaking apart a little bit and that's kind of I'm hoping we'll get more nonsensical and more towards the reality of it the longer it goes on I think we will start yeah I'm hoping like, they don't yeah. drag this the, whole thing yeah you know, you know they kind of like you say they're trying to look like they're going through like different eras so yeah like, and different yeah, episode one was like kind of more 50s based uh, no this the last one was like more 60s based They'll probably do a bit more of a seventies theme on the yeah. next one and use that, but I'm hoping yeah. that they start to bring in more of those undertones, actually bring them more to the forefront. Definitely, I think they've got such potential for it. I think for me, it's just it was the the use of kind of um, sound was really well done, but for me, it's like the noir aspect of it. So the first yeah. episode is entirely in black and white, which is really good, and then the second episode. 90% of it's black and white, but you get the certain Features, colours of like yeah. red or the certain colours of yellow. And so it's like these random colours, it's almost like it's starting to come come out a little bit. And then right at the end, it's suddenly colour again. So just for people in case they're not, oh, I don't like black and white, you know, so I'll leave it alone. Yeah, there's a, the, like, it's, 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 it's there a for a tone. Yeah, it's yeah. a progression of it. And there's, there's a reason it's there. And I think that, you know, um, I think as it develops, it'll be quite interesting. So, you know, I think it's something we're going to watch now probably... Every, every week we'll probably maybe we won't talk about it again until it's over and we can kind of say what we thought about it rather than kind of mention it as kind of like an ongoing thing but um, I think it's just interesting seeing where Marvel are going with the TV series and trying to like bring some of that content into kind of a bigger audience in that sense and also just content where they can't have movies at least we've still got some of this kind of really big you know AAA actors who play it in the movies kind of expanding on it and you know Paul uh, is it Paul Bettany Paul Bettany, yeah. Paul Bettany amazing honestly like his range because you know in in the movies vision's quite emotionless and he plays that really well and you know realistically this is far more comical and yeah. kind of emotional version of vision and actually he's played it so well but still kind of kept through to the character a little bit and actually him for me has been one of those things that's been saving it as it's been going through that that, that emotional range has been really good well actually so, to be fair i think he I, plays in um wonder vision um a lot more like jarvis yeah. So he actually plays. Yeah. Like the, the person who played Jarvis in the um, oh, was Agent Carter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, basically, he played. He's playing the character of Vision much more like the way he played Jarvis. Now, obviously, 
again, a bit geeky, but the whole point of Vision came from Jarvis, the AI system, which was based on him. So the yeah. fact he's actually played it in that particular style, I actually think is quite a clever nod. And it's kind of back a, to the creation yeah, an, of it. An, yeah. interest, a, like, an interesting like take on... Um, linking it all together so yeah. you can definitely tell it's going to all this from the one division stuff is basically to um essentially line up winter soldier and falcon but obviously well, I think we're it'll another, line up, with the films that's it i don't know if it'll line up winter soldier and falcon or <laughs> I if think it actually will. i thought this one might actually go into doctor strange that was going to be my guess because that in terms hmm. of kind of the illusionary thing and in the mind that kind of makes sense with that kind of vibe. So I wasn't sure for me personally. True, it might true. go towards that. And then Winter Soldier might go towards a different one. It doesn't actually... They don't need to all link into one kind of canon, if that makes sense. No, no, no. That's thing. So. Uh, to be fair, there, there is plenty of different ways they can take it. It all depends on how, what their vision is for taking the different films forward. Yeah. Uh, it would make... Oh, Captain Marvel as well, actually. There's no... This will definitely link into Captain Marvel, yeah. I think, as well, based on some of the characters that are in it. So, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, um but yeah, I mean, right. it's just really interesting, so move well, on to the next bit. Well, we won't be uh, talking about it a lot. We'll probably may summarise it again when to talk about it, and maybe when Winter Soldier and Falcon yeah. and come out, just to kind of see where it's all like. And maybe just stuff, show the so. difference of the first yeah. episode of Winter Soldier. But. Um, but yeah, so we won't talk about it a lot, so I don't feel that we're going to be like, boring with all the geeky stuff every time. But yeah, we'd love to come back to some, but the one I'm looking forward to is Loki, if I'm honest, because it looks amazing. Oh yeah, Lo- but, Loki's the one. Tom Hiddleston. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, Peter Falk for this episode, uh, Nanny State from Brew Dog. Give it a try. Don't say we didn't warn you. Right, so the Around the World for this episode. Good. It's going to be is... interesting rating these things, I think, more than any of the others. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Around the World for this episode is all the way from Germany and it's called Erdinger, which is a Weissbrow. And, and so, you were talking about Lucas Aid, so you know I'm not like the, the blurb of this beer is basically a sales pitch for an, like an energy drink. Isotonic <laughs> contains vitamins and reduced calories. It's got vitamins B9 and B12. Now this is a wheat beer, so we actually have another wheat beer coming up later on. So we very nearly didn't use this. However, we just thought this would be a good balance of because yeah. we generally, as a rule, don't really tend to enjoy wheat beers that much. But um, I was hoping, so the reason I was kind of wanted to keep the wheat beers in is I was hoping the wheat beer would add that, that strength or add that taste to it and actually add a bit of flavour to it. Yeah. Exactly. Because one thing the last two beers have definitely shown is that without the alcohol, it, you know, like Nanny State just tasted really bland and like there was nothing that was bringing the hoppiness or any flavour to it at all. Um, so it'll be interesting to know what this is. I mean, have you reading the thing about it helps your mind and body? And well, uh, there's yeah. quite a bit of blurb, so you might yeah. as well have a bit of a nose and a swig with this because there's quite a lot. So the distinctively <laughs> refreshing flavour of our isotonic first quencher Erdinger alcohol-free is what makes it so unique. It's purely natural ingredients supply the body with important nutrients. Tired and exhausted, B9 and B12 help reduce tiredness and promote the normal functioning of the body's immune system and energy metabolism. One 0.5 litre bottle of Erdinger alcohol free a day can already make a contribution to a varied, well-balanced diet and healthy lifestyle. Erdinger alcohol free contains less than 0.5% ABV, not alcohol free for the purposes of UK food law. I, like, I, just, I have yeah. to mention that because we mentioned it earlier. Yeah, so, no, no, I think, no, I think that's But yeah, that's point. definitely one of a Drink me every day. That's definitely what they're aiming for. Now, uh, in the look, it does look like a quintessential German wheat beer. So, I mean, if I'm honest, 
it does taste like a quintessential okay. German good. wheat beer, if I'm honest. I mean, outside of the strength, because I think, again... It's smelled, it's actually smelled the well, aroma, it's actually quite, It's yeah. got a bit of fruitiness to it. Yeah. I actually quite like that. Yeah, and I think, actually, you get a bit of the fruitiness from the... Um, from the body actually because actually at least this has a body this has some kind of bite to it as well uh, from the wheat I think if you like wheat beers I think that would be quite pleasant to be now, me personally I'm not a big wheat beer fan so the wheat is definitely the thing that I hate so <laughs> to be honest it does take it's probably the closest one that actually tastes to a normal beer genuine yeah. beer yeah and that's what's others. making me like it but I don't like wheat so that's and that is a big flavour do you not like wheat you haven't mentioned it I don't like wheat Chris I don't, I don't. sorry no wheat Wheat, wheat. <laughs> Not French, mate. <laughs> oh. Uh, you're such a disappointment. I'm going to teach, I'm going to teach uh, your child how to say... Uh, I mean, to be fair, I'll just It will not you. say a T, ever. I'll just report you to uh, police. Uh, there's a bloke called himself Uncle Jimmy hanging around my house where my child is. Hey, that okay. Happened, that, that always ends well. I'm just saying, the tracksuit I wear because it's more comfy, okay? And the cigar? Like, the cigar, who doesn't like a cigar, you know? <laughs> it's classy, it's classy, that's what it is. The big gold medallion, I, I mean, granted, that is questionable, but, you know. Yeah, um, we probably should move on to the subject. No, no, you, you put us into this subject, so I'm more happy. I was going to call the police later, it's fine. Uh, right, so so we do a little bit of sport. Um, Just a little bit, yeah. Yeah, so the big thing that we're looking forward to this year is the AJ and Tyson Fury fights. Uh, yeah. Apparently, it is all but done and signed uh, apparently the actual fight is going to be taking place in Saudi Arabia but broadcasting on uh, UK primetime so it's actually yeah. not in the middle of the night which is good for us but I, at the same time it's that standard thing of it would be nice to have the fight in the UK I kn- yeah. it makes complete sense that it's where it is it's all about the money and of course it's going to be over there but there was that little glimmer of hope that I was hoping that because both fighters always talk about this being kind of the best British kind of fight and you know both I think have said in the past that it's the kind of fight they want in the UK but clearly between them from a money point of view with Fury Fury does not care where it is he just wants to fight he 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 wants to fight so if this makes it happen quicker and definitely happen and it's more money it makes sense yeah I think he actually AJ signed up to an agreement or Eddie Hearn at least signed up to an agreement where they're going to have so many fights inside Saudi Arabia and because of everything that's happened they can't get fulfil their contract so that's the reason probably why it's going to be in Saudi Arabia. Okay. But yeah, so it's probably going to be late evening for us, probably around 11 o'clock, the actual fight. Obviously, the undercard will be going on as well, so that's yeah, fine. It's, it's sort of, but they also want to do we'll, it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll still uh, make a whole big event of it. So. They want to do it at a decent time in America as well. That's the reason why I think it's going to be around that sort oh, okay. of time frame. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, yes, the, it's solely to maximise the money, obviously. But yeah, well, that's, that's money, one of the biggest things. It'll be one of the biggest sporting mm. events watched, probably. I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, it will have massive, massive high viewership. So... You know, that's the thing. They're, oh, really, they're really pushing it. So, Well, if we're still yeah. in lockdown, well, probably lockdown 17 by that point. Everybody will be watching it. Yeah, everybody will be watching it because watch, yeah, yeah. it's well, something to do. Yeah. But um, even people who aren't even boxing fans will probably end up buying it just to something different. But yes, well, it's, uh, it's one of those where you just you get kind of caught up in the hype of it as well. Like It's going to be one of those things, especially oh, yeah. in the UK, like given it's, you know, the, the British kind of aspect of yeah, it as well. It's, so, it's a, it's a, you know. Basically... Two British uh, fighters going for the yeah. whole glory, and so, very rarely can Brits say they win either way. So, well, yeah, so, <laughs> it doesn't happen very often, does it? Really, um, but yeah, so that's actually uh, looking promising that we actually will get that this year. So that's quite good. Uh, now there was a fight last night on UFC Fight Island. Now I haven't been really keeping up to date with 
UFC. Well, I was saying this. I haven't been keeping up to date with it at all. No. Because, again, like UFC, when the islands kind of start, the island, it makes it sound like some cheesy... Well, it is a cheesy TV show now. Yeah, basically. It is a cheesy... But um, when the island kind of was a thing to start with, like, it was quite exciting. It was a good idea. It was a good concept. But it kind of... There wasn't enough, co- like, I think there was not enough skill fighters there to make it yeah. interesting or, or really good fighters that where you were like, oh, I need, I want to see them, I want you know, and it's a bit boring. And so I kind of given up on it. So, and you, you said you had a, there was well, some there's, there's a clip uh, last night from a particular fighter called Max Holloway. Now, I quite like him as a fighter, can be a little bit cocky at times, but overall, sorry, a fighter that's cocky, yeah. Well, the, the uh, whole <laughs> the problem is at the moment, like, the whole kind of like Colin McGregor, yeah, thing, like, you know is like everybody needs to be rude everybody needs to be disrespectful and that thing like Conor McGregor has kind of like really made this at the forefront it's it up yeah. and now everybody's copying it and it's like you don't need it you know what I mean well, you, I think that's you, can do, you can do it as a persona but I think it's also <clears> one of those where it's also the whole internet thing right it's like it's almost like you've got to be controversial because that's what gets noticed that's what yeah. gets shared that's what gets the hits and all that stuff it's all about the media isn't it because yeah, at the end of the day hate yeah. and uh, negativity spreads a lot spread. faster than like yeah. you know hope and peace isn't yeah. it so that's the reason why how it works but yeah the so um, uh, this is the time I want to announce uh, me and Chris will be fighting uh, if we can raise a million pounds we will have a fight we'll admit it right mate, <laughs> we'll I'll, do it for free I'll do it for free go to the outside in London it's fine. <laughs> we'll um, <do> it. <laughs> Some, yeah, we'll do it in Saudi Arabia. I don't mind where we do the fight. Uh, look at my sponsor. Well, all I love about that is when you announced that you I could instantly see the fear because <laughs> you're too up for it. Or, you're or, like, or, or, unwittingly, I think a massive smile just come onto our faces. Like, yeah, why not? Let's go. <laughs> You'd be like, well, actually, you know, if we could, even even a grand, I'd do it for a grand. Maybe you know. I'd do it for a tenner, mate. Yeah, you would. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not going that low because somebody will. Somebody will pay for it. I'm not. Hey, going tenner's out. a tenner. No. But yeah, um, I, there's nothing I wouldn't do for ten grand. There we go. <laughs> oh, twenty-five at least. Come on. Oh, see, see, you've gone up. Now. Yeah, you've gone up. No, no. anything. Oh, the conversation for. Oh, so hey. I think we've had. I think <laughs> yeah, I think we have done. We have done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically, this fight is called Max Holloway. Um, the reason why I'm mentioning this is because of like Tyson Fury when we went and watched against uh, oh, what was his name Schwartz. I can't remember his first name, but yeah, Tom, uh, no. Yeah, actually, oh, Tom Schultz, yeah, yeah. Because we went to watch it in Corfu, didn't we? That was where we yeah. went to that like, really seedy bar, then we got left alone just to watch the fight. So. You keep saying bar, it was a strip club, but yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> but there was nobody there, so it's fine. Um, yeah, it just, Chris, was, just Chris dancing with the pole. Hey, you've got to make that to, you know, got to your tennis somewhere, haven't you? Um, but yeah, the, when we watched that, there was a whole thing where Tyson Fury was very much like the Matrix where Schwartz was throwing those punches and he managed to evade every single one. Yeah. And there was a very similar thing last night with Max Holloway where, as in the middle of the fight, the other person was clearly losing. He looked over to the commentators and said, I'm the best fighter in this place. You know, again, cocky and arrogant. However, as he was then talking to the commentators, he still... Punching the other bloke in the face with pinpoint accuracy, and while he's still talking to the commentators, the bloke, the bloke's throwing punches, and he's dodging every single one. It oh, is that is absolutely TV, yeah. Oh, but as a fighting aspect, it's not it's massively arrogant, but also so skillful, and he dodged everything. Well, that's it. It's one of those. The arrogance pays off because he dodged everything. If he got oh, a if punch he in wrong, the face, it'd be spectacular. You, and also, it would have been good TV because it's like well, I got what he deserved, really. But it's quite it's quite funny that he's but as, like, as a skill wise, it was absolutely fantastic. I was uh, was it like full on like just in his kind of like peripheral vision? He was just focused somewhere else. Yeah, they're, they're just talking there like, and just like you know, 
Yeah, I'm the best fighter in this place, bang in the face, and as he's the other bloke's running, running vroom, 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 straight in, and you're like, wow, that was oh, wow. crazy. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, you're like, have I just seen what I think I've just seen? Yeah. I think I had to watch it about three times to actually analyse what he's So Max Holloway versus Conor McGregor next. Is well, he's like... actually lost to Conor McGregor before, yeah. when McGregor was in the lower weight class, that okay. was 2013, um, and then Max Holloway has lost to Justin Poirier, or whatever his name is, who McGregor's fighting next week, okay. in 2019, uh, and basically Max Holloway is purposely staying on the island for an extra week, just in case one of them drops out in the fight and he's just going to fight that person. <laughs> so, Fair enough. Like, clearly he just wants to hit someone. Wants a bit of attention, yeah. so uh, yeah. yeah, it's obviously working for him. But yeah, if you haven't seen that, I think I saw the clip I'll, on I'll, I'll, BT Sports on like uh, social media. They shared I'll just it. And it was, search online, you'll forget it. Yeah, I'm it, it was um, cocky, but to be honest, it did work well. really well executed. So it pays off. Kind yeah. Of thing, so. Um, so yeah, so well, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Uh, but I'll be honest, at the moment, UFC without the fans has lost a lot of its oomph. Yeah. I think it was about that hike in front of the fans that makes a big difference. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, um, also going on this weekend is the NFL divisional rounds of the yep. playoffs. Yeah. So decide who goes through to the conference yep. games, uh, which then of course decides who goes to the yes, Super Bowl. Well, just for people who don't. Yeah, we're recording this on the so. Sunday. So yep. so far, two out of the four games have been played. So so far, the Packers and the Bills are through to the. Yep. NFC and the AFC championships retrospectively, uh, and the other two people, the other two teams will be decided tonight. So uh, in the AFC championship, Bucks and Browns today. That's horrendous. That is horrendous. Let me talk about this. Yeah, yeah. I was in my head. I'm trying to remember who's playing right now. So it's the Bucks versus the Saints for the. Oh, thank you. Thank you. There you go. There you go. And then it's the Browns versus the Chiefs for the AFC. Yeah, AFC. Stop talking, James, because all you're doing is digging the grave. Yeah, so yeah. If you're gonna interrupt, at least get the accuracy. <laughs> I love the disappointment right. in your oh. eyes. I was trying to say it there just because in my head I knew the two. That's obviously yeah, where you, I'm going. You knew the two, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. you Sorry, just fused everything head. together and made it right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah, so Packers and Bills are through. Uh, the other two be decided tonight. Now I think it's gonna be quite close games. You'd expect the Chiefs to beat the Browns because overall I think they are a bit more of a polished team. With Bucks versus Saints, it could go either way. Obviously, the odds on favourite is Saints, Thanks. but and then they do have Tom Brady and a very, very good defensive side as well. So you, you know, at the end of the day, whether you like Brady or not, he does tend to bring it in the playoffs. So there is a possibility that it could be an upset tonight. But as, for me, as long as Chief gets through, because that's caused my name pick, then so that, <laughs> that that secures our little side bet that we have. Versus... Yeah, so I think we talked. Have we talked about that side bet before? I think we did. Yeah, I think we talked about it last year, of course, because you know, yeah, it's been a, been a year, a year of podcasting. Yeah, yeah crazy. That. Yeah, it has been a really weird year as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've got two side bets. So we have um, what we call the cock bowl. So that's where we basically it's a family trophy that we draw names out of a hat and you know get some teams and whoever wins the Super Bowl gets the trophy. Yeah. Um, and the other one we do an outright one where who we think is going to win so you've picked Chiefs and I picked the Bills other family members I've picked as well but that's our main choices but yeah so it's coming closer and closer to the Super Bowl hopefully the Packers actually make it for a change rather than you know just get lost on the uh, championship as 
normal. Yeah. It's always the NFC Championship. Well, I think, I think last year, if I remember, like, our, we had a podcast episode that fell on that same night just by coincidence more than anything else in terms of yeah. our, like our weekly schedule. I think we'll probably miss it this time around. So we'll probably talk about talk about the Super Bowl maybe in a, uh, like two episodes time and the kind of winner. Might do, maybe we'll try and do an Instagram live or something like that. Yeah, like, if we're, we're together watching it. Uh, yeah, because we're still in the same uh, We're in a child sport so, so, like, you know, yeah. um, o- Overall, we'll be watching the Super Bowl together anyway, so uh, expect lots of uh, pictures of beer and copious amounts of food. Which we're still, amounts of food, Which yeah. we're still trying to organise and decide how much we're spending. Apparently, £100 on one day's worth of food is a bit too much, but I think it's okay. Who said that was too much? Uh, my wife, when I mentioned it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, so, so we saw uh, Hickory's, which is like a smokehouse nearby us. They're doing like a... Um, a Super Bowl kind of <clears throat> meat box with loads of meat, like ribs and burgers and pulled pork and uh, some of wings, their yeah. wings, and then some of their own beer as well, their special beer which yeah. they brew for it. But um, I think me and you said we could just make that ourselves for half the price, and yeah, like and probably have twice the amount of food if I'm honest. Probably yeah, probably. and I think that's the thing. it's good for convenience. Yeah, for, for us, there's there's kind of two main things that I I want. I want the the like uh, wings, buffalo wings, buffalo sauce. Yeah, buffalo That's got to be done. It's always got to be a buffalo um, wings. And, and ribs for me, to be fair. Ribs, because I very rarely have ribs. So, like, ribs is a good one. Like, I do brisket. Ribs, so. Brisket's always one. Oh, brisket as well. <clears throat> and of course, beer. Copious amounts of, of beer. Al- alcoholic beer as well. Yeah, not alcohol free at all. Right, so that Erdinger was the uh, around the world for this episode. So, it is a wheat beer. It actually did taste closer to a proper beer as well. Um, quite surprisingly so. Uh, actually, Far more enjoyable than I did expect it to be, if I'm completely honest. I think as we, we beer goes as well, <clears throat> we beer sometimes have the, like, it can be a bit too herbal and floral and be a bit too much. In or a bit face. too uh, citrusy and coriandery. Yeah, a little uh, bit too citrusy and, and coriandery, yeah, I agree. Um, for the wild card for this episode, uh, anybody who actually watched uh, Instagram Live on Christmas Day, we tried a beer called Ho Garden, yep. uh, which both of us hated. Yep. Uh, so, as a wild card aspect, we've got Ho Garden 0. 0.0. Uh, so, it is a wheat beer, but this is brewed with coriander and orange peel. Um, yeah, and if I remember correctly, this is one of the obscure ones, which isn't 0%, but 0.05%. Yeah, 0.05. To be fair, that happens right. quite a is lot. Is that quite a yeah. thing, then? That's probably more common than the 0.5, if I'm honest. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, I think I'll let you go first. Yeah, I mean, just because, So this is a Belgian one, I believe. I'll let you uh, talk through the camera yeah. while I... Uh... Yeah, because let's be honest, I mean, <laughs> I love it. I mean, the weird thing for us, of course, is the fact that it says... Oh my God, it smells like old socks. Yeah, wheat beer brewed with coriander and orange peel. Oh. So, like, we're expecting this to be... Oh, okay. I have to. <laughs> you do, yeah. Oh. I feel this is one of the ones we should have saved for a camera. Oh, what I love is uh, I brought the extra cans here and I've only kept one at one at home to put for <laughs> my, my dad to try. Well, funny enough, you've been taking it back with you. Let's um, oh, do I have to? Yeah, so, I mean, weirdly, it's got the coriander seed, orange peel, and then apple extracts as well with it. So I'm expecting it to be quite fruity, but then just the wheat as well. But um, you're not recoiled, though, so... I'm I mean, the smell is horrendous. Is the smell that bad? <laughs> the smell is utterly horrendous. However, that's... Actually, I think this smells terrible. Oh, no, it's awful. But the, the, that tastes so much nicer than the normal one. If I'm going to be honest, the smell, compared to the normal one as well, is better. But that's probably closer from a smell to a Blue Moon, from a smell point of view, it's, in terms of that citrus notes and stuff Wait like till that. you taste it. If this is going to taste like Blue Moon, I've got a new bit, I'll take them all home. It's not as but, nice as Blue Moon, but it's but, more along the lines than the normal versions. It's just, uh, it's not as... It doesn't have the kick from, from yeah. the alcohol strength. It's also... Um, 
it's far fruitier because of course it's many fruit fruit juice almost many fruit many fruit but no uh, the apple apple extracts I think I can kind of get that in the body to fail almost it is that kind of yeah it's got a hint of cider to it yeah yeah um but yeah, that's we did talk about trying uh, doing a non-alcoholic side, but that would essentially be, be apple juice, wouldn't it? So. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, I mean, we lost about forty followers the last time we did a cider episode. To be fair, yeah, we so. won't even mention it. Stay, there's no cider here anymore. <laughs> Except uh, unless Thatcher's Hayes wants to sponsor us. I mean, I'll happily get sponsored by Thatcher's Hayes. Anyway, <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm, I don't know why, but all of a sudden, the more you started pitching things, the more creepy you start getting. We can't even blame it on the alcohol because there's nothing in there. This is just natural. This is my natural. This, this is how I pick up women. <laughs> <laughs> the sponsorships are the exact same way I pick up women. Okay, Chris. And it's worked. It's worked in the past, at least once. I'm not saying it's worked more than once. I'm not going to give you figures. How is Doris? Doris is fine. She's a bit deflated, but I think that's uh, <laughs> that's just the mood everybody's in at this point. Well, there's lockdown three so. Exactly. So uh, no, she's got a lot of a lot of wear and tear on her now. Bless her, bless Doris. But she's uh, she's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you get to get a bit of the but the coriander seeds are giving me a very subtle like sensation on the back of my nose, but not as bad as what the normal alcoholic of this ver- like version of this would be. And it is a very it's a lot more akin to a fruit juice, really. Yeah. The, for me, the sip, so this is the thing with with, 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 with beers, I think, I find. I think Gramble or Looney Tunes for Gramble. <laughs> <louder. laughs> <laughs> 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 if you want to put your hands up and say your name repeatedly for a couple of times, make sure your face hasn't fallen on one side, does it? My face is always like that, Chris. <laughs> I was going to say, this thing with wheat beers, I don't normally like them, as I've stated, but citrus is the one thing with wheat beer that sometimes saves it if it's the right combination. For me personally, this actually doesn't taste that bad yeah, for a wheat beer. And quite enjoyable to be like, honest. The thing is, it tastes a lot less wheat beery than the previous wheat, wheat beer. But I think that's good. Are you struggling with the W's at the moment, James? <laughs> I mean, if I lose W's and T's, I'm never like... <laughs> What is wheat going to turn into? Like, <laughs> that's Jesus. Okay. <laughs> oh, Secretly, man. all of these are twice the alcoholic strength. Like, <laughs> It'd be funny right. if it was. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, so I do. You, it, there's not really much else you can say. You don't really get the. No. The, there's no bite, extra bite. I think too fat. Blue Moon is probably the one. Because that is the yeah. citrusy kind of wheat beer that people <clears throat> might have had. And I think it's a weakened version down of that. But, you know, in terms of like flavour and fruitiness, that's probably the what it's akin to the most. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I think it's that time where we start selecting our order, James. So I think I'll go first. Yeah. I. To be honest, I think our order will be very similar, if not the same. Yeah, I'm already because I think we've got we've had the exact same opinion on all of them, so I'm going to be very surprised if it differs at all. But we'll see. So, uh, so last place is Nanny State. Are you kidding me? That was the best one. No, no, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Brudo, um, but no, but no. <laughs> I do tend to find a lot more misses than hits with Brewdog, I've got to be honest. Ooh, I, um, I think, I don't know, I'm a bit, I'm really biased when it comes to it. Like, most of, most of them I really like. There's but, a few odd ones I don't. Like, a, well, the ones, I, yeah, exactly, the ones I don't like are the ones you love, like yeah. Elvis Juice. I hate Elvis it, but, Juice, you know. Dead Pony Club, those type ones. Actually, Dead, Dead Pony Club I don't mind. But then, but the like, thing Punk IPA, I like hate. Say, a lot of it's hoppy. Like and that's saying you don't like hoppy beers, but actually a lot of their really good ones. Oh, that I, I like balanced hoppy beers. I think sometimes they don't balance them properly. Uh, I think they do other thing. things like um, Clockwork Tangerine. Fruit. That was terrible. That's that good. Anyway, we won't go into a review of Brewdog. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah you're wrong. Um, so, Nanny State's in fourth place. Uh, in third place, I'm going to go with Home Garden. Um, okay. So, obviously, that's confused you already. But yeah, so um, it's enjoyable. It's a lot far more pleasant than the actual alcoholic version. Um, yeah, with the fruity tones to it. But again, with uh, the hint of coriander, just puts me off. I'm not a massive fan of coriander as a general rule. Um, in second place, I'm going to go with Heineken. Uh, it's probably the one I would actually go with if I was ever out and needed the alcohol-free drink. Or it's the one I would yeah. drink the most of generally. Yeah. But actually, I just like it as a one-off beer in the way we've had. I would put that in second for the flavour profile. And then first place, I would actually go with the Erding. I actually enjoy that far more than I thought it was. I'm glad we actually decided to involve that because that was the one we were deciding about yeah. putting something else in. I actually really enjoyed that. It was far surprising than I expected. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a, I, yeah. I suppose, to be fair, I thought given that we we kind of said the same things about the beer, it's just how mine works clearly in terms of different things. But um, I think four for me would have to be Nanny State. I mean, just just no. It you know it just wasn't good. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Um, I probably then would put the Erdinger third. Okay, but that's for me because it tastes like a wheat beer. So one of the positives for you and you know if if you you know you're doing dry January, that is probably the one of all. Th- Four of them that taste the most like a beer. A beer, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, it tastes like a beer I don't like. <laughs> so therefore, it, from my opinion of which one of these I would go back and drink. Oh no, I think Hogan's like far so. more wheated than Erdinger, right. personally. Yeah, but I think the citrus kind of saves it for me from the part of the wheat, like taste that I don't like. The citrus kind of takes away from it that I don't mind it as much, in my opinion, from my perspective. There's obviously we've always talked about this because I don't think it's mm. wheat that I don't like in wheat beers. There's something in wheat beers that I yeah. don't like. And but for me, I like the citrusy notes. I'm I'm like Blue Moon is probably one of my favourite beers. Yeah, Blue Moon. To be fair, yeah. and it's that kind of similar tones. It's you know without some of the strength, it's kind of toned down. Uh, so then you know from Erdinger, I probably would put uh, the Ho Garden second. I'm surprised at that. Okay, but then again, with what you've said about it, makes it. It's just it, it, it's the kind of, it's the flavour of it more than anything else. And then to be fair, Heineken, just because you know what it it, it tastes. Very weak, but you know it has got a similar flavour to Heineken, and actually, of all of them, it's probably the one. If I had to drink any of them, I'd drink that. No. But that being said, out of all of these, I wouldn't drink any of them and drink actual alcohol, you know, because you know. Which, to be fair, we'll probably start doing it in about three Straight minutes' after, time yeah. when we finished. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so that's episode twenty-six. Thank you very much. We're now um, not far behind our original schedule, considering yeah. all the issues. So that's not. I think what bad. we'll try and do is fit in an episode at some point this year. We'll fit in a quick episode in between, just to try and catch up. To the oh, other depends on what happens. The Maybe over the summer, like, Maybe, yeah, yeah. when things are a bit more, yeah. Maybe a bit, yeah, well, a bit warm, a bit dry. We have said we've, we've got loads of new ideas as well, which we've yeah. been planning. You know, we we had from the very start. It's just COVID's kind of stopped quite a few of them. So hopefully, some of that is maybe some different avenues of content and stuff that we're looking into so um, I mean the big thing is anybody out there who's doing dry January you know let us know on Instagram let us know on social network of all the different platforms we're on which alcohol free Um, ones you actually really enjoyed and if there's any that you suggest that we might be able to try in some other way maybe not necessarily on a podcast but we might put it into an Instagram live or you know try it as one of the feature beers you know we're trying to do some regular beer content throughout the week as well rather than just kind of some of the podcasts posts um so hopefully you know if you've got any suggestions or you know tell us what your opinion of new year's resolutions are have you got any new year's resolutions you're doing right now let us know no (laughs) really weird way of questioning you're a very strange individual james i am a strange individual Uh, you knew no sorry you knew this (laughs) you knew what you signed up for you're stuck with me now Mm, you can't get rid of me Huh? I think I can. Um, for ten for twenty five grand. 
Uh, I'm going to say something else, but no. Not when it's recorded. Um, well, on the note of the episode numbers, our next actual proper special is penciled in for episode 29, yep. which is going to be our sub-dedicated one. Yep. I have managed to get all uh, the talks ready for that episode, so we're ready to rock. Um so that's not going to be too much longer. It's about six weeks, yeah. roughly. We're going to have three subs up. Uh, <laughs> I'm aiming for four. You're aiming for four? Yeah, it's going to be literally everything ready to rock. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Ready to go. Oh. So, uh, yeah, you'll actually... We'll be talking a lot more about how we actually got involved into the sub from that episode and also the different beers and what different things you can actually get available for it. For people who don't know what the sub is, it's literally just a draft beer machine for the home, but we'll go oh. more into it on that particular yeah. episode. So, yeah. Please keep your eyes peeled for that one. Um, sounds, sounds like a really sponsored <clears throat> video, but it's not. <laughs> no, we're just <laughs> big fans of it. <laughs> just for a I mean, like, I think I'm solely responsible for about like 12 machines being bought just because of literally how much I've spoke to people about it well before we started this. So, yeah, yeah, to be fair. Um, and let's be honest, like, that you got it and then we, we, we got one pretty Yeah, people come around and try it. Right. So, yeah. Ooh, this <laughs> is very good. You got two. Don't say But yeah, so uh, that'll be our next one. So that should be around the end of February, start of March. But yeah, thank you very much for listening, people, and uh, look after yourselves, and we'll be speaking to you soon. Stay safe.